0: This episode of Talking With Our Mouths Full was recorded prior to the COVID-19 outbreak being declared a pandemic, before Ontario declared a state of emergency, before Toronto declared a state of emergency, before all non-essential businesses were ordered to shut down. We live in difficult times, but none of us are alone. We are in this together. At this time, our entire TWOMF family is practicing social distancing. We're staying at home we're keeping ourselves and therefore everyone else safe. We urge you all to do the same. It's going to be tough, but it has to be done. And in time, this too shall pass. And now, here is our final pre-pandemic episode.
1: back to another episode of Talking With Our Mouths Full.
0: I'm Nigel Nguyen, and I'm Michael Chan, and today we have a very special treat for you all because we have the most guests we've ever had on our show before. Say what? Yep, and they are the four incredibly talented artists. Super be- duper. Yes, they are talented artists behind the YouTube channel, Pan, Pan Doodles. Doodles. Welcome to the show, guys.
2: Woo! Woo! Hey, thank you for having me. So, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> thank
0: you for being here. So, Normally, Nightingale and I introduce our guests ourselves, but since there are four of you, to let our listeners know whose voice belongs to who, could each of you please say your name and what your ethnic or cultural background is, starting with you. Hello, do I say my full name? If, if that's you. what you're comfortable with. Hello,
3: I am Matthew chin Kim, or you can just call me Matt, and <laughs>
4: I'm Korean.
3: Hi, my name is Willix Lee, and I'm Vietnamese-Chinese. Hi, my name is
4: Frederick Fontaine. I am so I'm. I'm uh, uh, this is a long story. Uh, should I should I go into it here? <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, so I my last name is French because my dad is a French citizen, but I am actually uh, Chinese. But um, like my technically both sides of my family like are not technically Chinese. Like one side's Portuguese, one side's French. So yeah, but that's me. Then That's really cool. <laughs> Thank
0: you. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> That's how <it's> like. <laughs>
5: and I'm Ryan Liu. I'm Chinese, but I was born in Sweden, and my parents were born in India, second generation, but 100% Chinese. Wow. Hakka? Not Hakka.
1: Not Hakka. Hi, I'm Nightingale, and I'm Asian, just to let people know.
0: <laughs> yes, and I'm Michael Chan, and I'm Chinese. That's good to know. Yeah, it is.
1: Anyways, <coughs> awesome! So, if you couldn't tell already, we have a giant party of Asian people here, which makes this an official Asian gathering.
0: Woohoo! <laughs> and as with all Asian gatherings, there's food, and I brought some. Let's start with these two bags here. Yes. Ooh, that's right.
1: Yes. I just had this for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Asian is. I'm bringing you, you some <laughs> choices. Okay, Ooh,
3: I'm gonna the look.
0: Oh boy. So yeah, uh, these are Chinese so buns from oh, Lucas Bakery. Night, while our guests are picking which buns oh. they want to eat, what oh. is Lucas Bakery? Oh.
1: Alrighty, so Lucas Bakery, it is a family owned business that opened their first store back in 1990 at 7750 Kennedy Road, Unit 2A, which is at Kennedy and 14th Avenue in Markham. Their second location is in Richmond Hill in the Golden Court Plaza at 328 Highway 7 between Bayview and Leslie.
0: This is the bakery I grew up with and continue to visit. I even get my birthday cake there every year.
2: Awwwww!
0: Mm-hmm. What? Are you serious? Yeah! I do too! What?! I was, is it is Is it the, the fruitcake? IT'S THE FRUITCAKE! Yeah. OH MY GOD! <laughs>
2: THAT IS INSANE! I GET IT EVERY YEAR! Yes!
4: WITH THE PEACH IN THE MIDDLE! The yes! cake. Oh, OH MY gosh! GOD! OH
2: MAN! <laughs>
0: We're very excited about everything. It's
4: amazing. I love it every Wow! Here. Wow! That's actually crazy. That's crazy. I love it. This is amazing. Yeah, I was. I was like, can I say a fun fact about Lucas? Because
0: I love Lucas. Okay. Cool. But, but okay. <laughs> uh, moving on. Um, That's not the location I visited today. Um, The uh, location I visited today is their fanciest one, though. It's in the mall at downtown Markham at 169 Enterprise Boulevard, which is roughly around Warden, south of Highway 7. They have the same baked goods as their other locations, but also sell a lot of different drinks like milk tea and coffee, steamed dim sum like sticky rice and lotus leaf and chumai, as well as sesame palm soy, which is dessert soup. Now for everyone here, today I got hot dog buns, curry beef buns, and pineapple buns, which are also known as bolo Bao.
1: Yeah, the BLB. For those who don't know, pineapple buns actually don't contain any pineapple. Instead, the name refers to the pineapple-like texture of the topping, which is made of dough similar to how they make sugar cookies, consisting of sugar, eggs, flour, and lard. The bun between... I mean, the bun underneath the topping is a standard Chinese bun, which is similar to a Western bun, but sweeter.
0: Now, I wanted to be extra Asian. You're already Asian! Yeah, but I want to be extra night. <laughs> so... Uh <Ancient>
1: Michael. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: So I also brought... Vida. Oh the yes. Lemon tea mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. juice boxes. What? I That's haven't had about. a juice box in years. Mm. As well as a box of Hello Panda crackers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, the chocolate <laughs> this, one. Is, this is Pandoodles, right? So, yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, so these are uh, crackers filled with chocolate. With uh, and each one has a print of a cute little cartoon panda doing something fun <laughs> on Pocky. them. They're delicious. So, dig in, guys. <clears throat> Thank you. Mm. So, yeah. Thank you so
3: much. Welcome myself. to the show,
1: guys. How
3: That's are you nice liking nice. the food? Awesome. awesome. I love it. This I live so, well, downtown right?
0: now, so I can't. <laughs> I don't get to get this shit anymore. <laughs> anymore. It's yeah, busy. You do really have to go to Markham to get. Oh, no, I'm going to have one of these bad boys. The best Chinese buns. This bun. is a
1: fried
2: <clears throat> <throat> Yeah, everybody moved uptown, you know? No, they did.
0: Uh, This is a franchise. Yeah, multiple stores. Well, there are three stores, but they're all owned by the same family. Uh, And right now, the second generation, the children of the original owners, run it. Oh, so, although the original owners are still there at the Kennedy location. Yeah. Uh, Transition. Yeah, no, it, it is, it is, and uh, but yeah, no, they're fantastic. Like everything they do is just super high quality, which is mm-hmm. why I, I keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, one of my favorite things I have at Salakulus is their uh, steamed rice with chicken and Chinese mm-hmm. mushrooms. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep, the and rice is really good. Yeah, these <coughs> buns are really <coughs> shiny. They are. There's like a I think a sugar glaze on top oh. of some kind. Mm. Uh, but pan So, can you guys tell our listeners, uh, the ones who don't know, what Pandoodles is? So, Pandoodles is a YouTube channel that we run together where we release videos
3: weekly every Thursday. Um, We try to put uh, Asian artists in the forefront of the action, uh, both on camera and behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we feel like there's a definite need for that right now current times no I, I would agree with that
2: hmm.
4: so uh, what our channel consists of primarily is short films um, like I, I would say it's like kind of like mostly short films and sketches I think sketches can be technically considered as also short films actually there's the same thing but like you know some are more comedic some are not comedic so yeah we kind of do like a mix of those um,
5: we have also some really interesting weird concepts I would say yeah, and I think before we didn't really have a focus, but now we do. So we're going to be sticking to narrative storytelling mm-hmm. and open to all genres. And another thing we're doing is also integrating
0: the Reddit No Sleeps. So yeah, I did notice that you guys, not every video is a one-off. Mm-hmm. Some of them are a series. And, and like you have your tip series and the No Sleep that you just mentioned. It's just something that people can expect like consistently like, as we move forward, or was that kind of, like, a thing you guys wanted to do at the beginning?
3: Um, I'm gonna say yes and no, uh, because I think that, uh, that kind of varies depending on the, you know, the artistic director of the particular season.
0: Um, and you have different artistic directors for each season?
3: Yes, so, uh, Matt was our first artistic director, and, uh, the videos that have been released up until now, um... Have been uh, part of Matt's season. Mm-hmm. Um, the videos coming out soon uh, will be part of my season. Mm-hmm. And um, Matt, I think uh, back then uh, the tip series was, uh, it started off with obviously the first video. And um, we tried to make something work <laughs> with uh, a kind of Dungeons and Dragons concept, mm-hmm. um, but it, it didn't really pan out. So then one day, Matt was over at my place, and we were talking about possibly, you know, exploring more of that, and I think uh, I had brought up, like, what if this is part of the human psyche or something like that? Mm -hmm. And then at that point, um, uh, we got super excited, and Fred was coming over later in the day, and so we were like, Fred is going to... Fred is going to love this <laughs> um, And so, you know, we, we pitched it to him. Um, uh, and we just, we told him, and, and he loved the idea. And then after that, we kind of split the writing and whatnot into... Because um, we already had the one done. Right. And we had six more to go. So we split the writing uh, amongst the three of us each of us heading a different one and
6: um i mean we all worked on all the scripts together but kind of left it up to distribute it to each of us to write the first draft and also um you know mm-hmm. just have that point of authority to be like the final draft needs this or that because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. otherwise you know we'll just be arguing till kingdoms
0: come about what's what um so was this the first, I guess, series of films that you planned? <clears throat>
3: yeah, I would you, say so.
0: Because you guys launched uh, October twenty fourth, twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. How long? Twenty eighteen. No, so, oh, so launch, this... launch, right? So yeah. Launch. So launch, launch yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! So, so <laughs> how long? No, no, it's all right. Uh, so how long did it take from like when did you start planning this, and and how long <sighs> oh, I guess, did it take? Um,
3: I mean, <clears throat> so we made our first video ever in uh, October of 2018. Um, and then we did uh, a, a short December, I believe. Well, mm-hmm. December. And oh. then um, we were going to release them, but then we kind of sat down and we thought, like, to include everybody's, you know, work um, mm-hmm. and make sure we're taking the best care of everybody who was involved in this project. We wanted to make sure that we had a game plan instead of just willy-nilly releasing a bunch of videos. Um... So while we were working on the tip series, Ryan was actually working on a lot of the comedy stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, which was, you know, I think to, to, to say some of our most successful work uh, on the channel. Um, so, yeah, um, it took us a bit of time to get started up. And I would say maybe up until, like, um, like, I don't think things really kicked off and ran on a weekly basis until maybe about, July of 2019, I want to say, and uh, that, that's when we kind of, you know, sorted out our team and we, um, found some people who were, you know, reliable, reliable and constantly willing to, you know, jump on board on set and whatnot, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was great, and then, uh, you know, so, um. Yeah, we started Cheating Weekly, we basically did a trial
6: to see, hey, can we produce a video once a week, and how... And what is the best way to do that? And so we did that for about four weeks. We shot three. So we we, (laughs) we didn't reach our goal, but we felt confident enough to actually launch and kind of get us into this situation where, you know, it's either we make it work or we miss a release. And we went in through it and we did it, but it wasn't perfect. And now we're improving. It's all, it's,
4: it's, it's all learning.
6: It's learning. Yeah.
4: A lot of people were asking us because they, you know, because we obviously wanted to share, like, hey, we're, like, making stuff. And everyone was really excited to see. It, and they kept asking us, when is it going to come out? When is it going to come out? When are you guys going to launch? When are you guys going to release your videos? And, like, we kept kind of, like, in, in 2019, we kept kind of pushing those goalposts, like, a little bit further and further back. Mm-hmm. Until we decided, okay, no, we're not going to delay it any further. We're going to launch like around halloween 2019 like we pushed back the date a couple of times <laughs>
2: hey i suck so, uh, up one finger for that for that <laughs> <laughs> so
6: then so the no sleep series actually um i had thought about wanting to adapt uh no sleep stories um basically when we first talked about this channel back in october because the original tip video was a horror video And I thought, hey, I mean, like a good marketing move would be to collaborate with the No Sleep audience and authors um, because these are these already great stories that these guys have made, and we can see what's popular, Mm -hmm. and we can actually adapt these and you know even like improve on them and help these authors get their stories made. Um, So I reached out to an author on No Sleep, and he was interested in us creating, you know, adapting one of his shorts. But the only problem was that most of his shorts were actually series, so. Mm A, they'd be long, and B, a lot of them were actually, like, hard to produce, um, so I didn't end up, like, fully pursuing that, but I talked with our group a lot about it, and then about, like, a year later, Fred had actually gone and, um, contacted another no-sleep
4: author who had made this story, um, called, uh, it's called I Wish I Hadn't, yeah. And that was a uh, that was really interesting because I had I gone in like messaging him with no expectation he would say yes because I'm like we're we're adapting your work you know clearly you know you're the author you're like, like the, you own this story right but mm-hmm. like, I, we just want because I just read the story and I thought it was really cool it was really it's like a kind of a spin on like the traditional um, you know Aladdin sort of tale yeah. and uh, I you know I, yeah. I really wanted to make it, like, you know, I was like, I want to see this brought onto to screen, and, like, would you be interested, at, or would you allow us to, you know, do that? And then he was, he was like, yeah, just, uh, you know, like, who are you guys? And we told him we're, we hadn't launched yet at that point, so he had, like, blind faith and trust in us that we were going to do his story justice, so I was really appreciative of that. And I kept updating him as we progressed through uh, the filming stages and such, and then I sent it to him when we, like released it and he loved it and it's actually
0: like our most viewed video on the channel right now. Well, that was a really, really good one and yeah. Nightingale, you're in it. And I card. died in it! <laughs> and Willix too. And yep. you screamed very loud. Oh yeah. It was very yeah. impressive. Yeah. And the video is called, uh,
5: Just, Just Say Yes. Just yes. <laughs> to adapt the title. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: See
4: if you want to search it. <laughs> Just Say Yes Pan Yes. So, so...
1: Just
0: say yes to pendoodles Now that now that you now that you guys uh, have been producing videos for a while, have you found it easier and easier to continue to to pump them out? Because, like, obviously everyone's busy. Will, willix you're an actor; you have to audition and all that. How, like, how do you guys get it all done?
3: Um, I hate giving yes and no's, but I'm going to give you another yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, because although you know. Kind of sorting out the process and like, you know, making a video and just, I think we've gotten a lot better with that, but Mm -hmm. obviously as time progresses, we're we're trying to up our quality all the time, right? On a consistent basis. Like I I think everybody in the team is like constantly trying to make things better. better. and you know that part is is it's still new it's still new to us right because like right. we're reaching out to different people and you know um people are uh you know now we have like certain departments i want to say that we didn't really kind of <coughs> think about earlier on in the process mm-hmm. and people have jumped on board to help us. that's amazing so we have to kind of figure that out mm-hmm.
0: So do uh, each of you have a specific role in, in Pendoodles or roles that you tend to do? Or is it just everyone does the role that is required of well, Why don't you guys go on first?
6: <laughs> well, so there's the obvious role of um, artistic director that we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. And actually how that works is we, we rotate it on um, a seasonal basis. So, you know, like... We said I started off, and now
0: Willis is the artistic director. For those uh, who are listening who don't know what an artistic director is, what is that? Um, it's a good question. I'm going to give you another <laughs> another A showrunner,
3: like um, so. Basically, we're um, uh, I kind of use this they, they use this term a lot in theater, and it's uh, mm-hmm. to simplify it. Obviously, an art, artistic director actually does a lot more, but um, in, in 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 our context, what we do is we. Um, create a vision that is, you know, um, suitable for uh, the four of us and the things that we're going to write. And kind of, uh, you know, for example, like this season is uh, the absurdity of our time and its possible future. Um, So, like, weird things that, weird habits and cultural norms that we currently have and how that might affect the future if we either double down on that that reality or if we move away from that Mm -hmm. um so pieces that we've written this season have something to do with that topic right right? um and also uh, we are responsible for kind of uh, overseeing everything and uh seeing how the projects go and if Everything's is on track and coming up with new systems, new schedules for everybody to kind of work with to, uh, you know, up our process. How many episodes is it per season? So we've calculated just based off of a year. Worth. Uh, you know, uh, we should be doing 13. Okay. I think this season, um, because we took a little bit of a... It was our first time swapping artistic director, so we did take a, a month. Uh, I'm trying to rebuild a, a bit of a buffer. Right. I'm going to add an extra video to this um, to this season. I think I'm going to do 14 mm-hmm. just to kind of get us into a better place. Okay. And then uh, the other rules.
6: <clears throat> so um, yeah, in Layman's term, just to reiterate what Will said, it's kind of like the artistic director really is the manager for panelists who mm-hmm. can, you know make sure that you know decides our schedule and etc. The other roles aren't as clearly defined, to be honest. we're still figuring out these roles, and um, we've had some talks about um, a head writer to run the writers' rooms as well, mm-hmm. because we have such a tight schedule. I've seen the need to have somebody really just in charge of running the writer's room. We all we all are in charge of our own scripts, but we do, you know, need somebody to kind of like be the head of quality, really, or just to, to say, hey, this script needs more work, and to kind of help guide and almost direct ourselves as writers to, you know, put out the best quality of work. So, um, undecided whether or not um, this is going to happen for sure, because we haven't had a full discussion as a group. I don't know if I should be saying this or not, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think for the next, next season, I'm they know, they know, get him, <laughs> <laughs> for the next, next season, then I'm going to be head writer while well, whoever is showrunner is showrunning, um, so yeah, and also Fred has
4: been handling, handling a lot of our, our marketing mm. as well. Um, if fred you want to say something about that yeah um so i think with with marketing it's uh i i work really closely with patricia uh, um who has helped us out a lot because she has she actually has like a business and marketing degree and such and and she's been like uh just been really helpful just kind of helping us kind of figure out what we want to do with marketing like before we didn't know what terms were in terms like what, what was like a what what are, what are KPIs? What are what are like you know like uh, what what's an audience persona? You know we didn't have any of that, uh, and it's we're still working on those things. But um, you know when we started making things, we were just like there's just some big things that people will like. So I think we just started to really kind of get into like the whole who are we marketing marketing to? You know trying to reach the audience we want to reach, mm-hmm. and you know that that takes like a lot of time to develop. We've had we've tried a lot of different strategies over. The past couple of months um you know and and some things work some things don't work and you know we're trying different avenues but yeah that's uh that's kind of what uh marketing is really about right now So speaking mm-hmm. of
0: marketing how did the name pandoodles come about oh my goodness uh, um, <laughs> uh, yum, 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 it's
3: kind yum. of a blur
2: <laughs> <laughs> really so, really Matt?
3: we actually sir i mean there was there was a bunch of uh there was a bunch of iterations of, of, of what the name could have been um we originally started with uh creepy noodles i think was our first kind of agreed upon like group decision and then it was creepy lo and i was like but i'm i'm, cre- I'm korean <laughs> <laughs> yes
2: yes
4: that was the funny i was
2: goodness.
4: like <laughs> <laughs> so
6: oh my goodness my ears uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but and then we switched to uh, a, a creepy uh what was it a Korean noodle. If somebody suggested that, and then I was like, "But you guys aren't Korean." And I was like, "Fine."
3: And then, and then we just kind of like you know uh, threw ideas out, and uh, eventually Fred just Fred threw out pen doodles as a joke. No, okay, so what and happened? Oh my god! We were like. Oh my gosh. We were like that's brilliant <laughs> no you guys are not telling this
4: right so basically our, our whole concept was that it was all about like we want to like you know ha- we're, we're asian uh filmmakers actors whatever you know we want to promote the fact that we're asians like <laughs> literally in the meeting we're like let's just like throw two words together that are like very like stereotypically asian and for some reason i was like uh yeah sure okay pandas noodles yeah yeah pandudos yeah like, that, like see like something like that and it was like yeah, that's great. I'm like, no, no, no That was a spitball idea. Keep, let, let's keep thinking. They're like, no, 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 no. We like it. Let's okay. Let's 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 use it for now. And then we don't get come up with anything better. We'll use. It. I'm like, please. Let's not use this. And we use it. Yeah. So like,
6: I think with names, you know, you can go on forever. So we we didn't yeah. decide that we we're like, if we can't think mm-hmm. of a better name in yeah. say two weeks, we're going with this yeah. name. And to be honest, it stuck. And I yeah. I think the reason why it's such a good name is because. Yeah. You know, it combines, you know, it's, it's just kind of silly. It combines pandos and, and do, and it kind of sounds like a verb and a noun at the it same does, time. Yeah. Pandoodles. And I think what's important with the name is that it's just like a unique word that you can coin and use it to like describe like different things. So we'll have people on our sets that are like, we're pandoodling, you know, and. So they'll refer to our videos as Matt's a That's really trying to justify this, but I just think it's a cool name.
3: <laughs> Are you
0: guys pandoodlers?
6: Yes. See. See. Right. Yeah. See? Uh, it works. See. Okay. Yes. I'm done. <laughs> Nightingale. <You watch> <laughs> right.
3: yeah, no, Why do you say Yeah. No. We won't say that. I'm, Every I'm, day I can do. That's what the I'm thing. saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, like Matt is trying to justify this. We've never used that, <laughs> but it just sounds cool. <laughs> you
4: know. There's a there's a there was a teddy bear on our, one of our last sets, and then Nightingale named it Doodles, and so oh, no. I <laughs> we, we, we I did manage to sneak it into one of our shoots. Same. Wait, what?
1: Remember on one of the tips videos, and we dressed up a bear at the. Oh yeah yeah set? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah oh, we yes. named him Doodles. Yes, Doodles. we snuck him
3: in. Anyway. It creates culture. Yes.
1: <laughs> and then like he had to cover his eyes at one of the shoots. Oh yeah.
3: yes, the, uh, the 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 two tips.
1: Yeah. For
3: the tip one. Um, yeah, I mean, we've had very, like, you know, with marketing, we've had a, actually, like, quite a few people come kind of jump on board and help us on that. Uh, Vincent Chan helped. Laura Johnson has helped out. Mm-hmm. Um, and
2: obviously
3: Patricia Cor- Cortero. <sighs> <laughs> I never say her last name, but, um, yeah. Um, Patricia Cortero. Oh, sh- so... I'll um, say it one more time. Patricia <laughs> <laughs> Quintero <clears throat> nailed it. Yes. So yeah, I mean, like a lot of people have really helped us. Uh, Lavanna Fam as well um, has helped us. I should say, oh, man, it's it's been so long, and there's been so many people you know to thank. Uh has been absolutely wonderful. Yeah. yeah, and we're also starting to collaborate with.
6: Also, others in the community more, and that's also an important part of marketing is Mm -hmm. making these connections and kind of like joining our audiences together. Um, Mm -hmm. We recently worked with Terry He, and there are a lot of people that we want to collaborate with, and you know that also helps create more of a community. Um, Mm -hmm. We had a talk recently on one of our last sets about. Um, wanting to build more of a community of Asian creators, and mm-hmm. so we look forward to doing more collaborations. I,
3: I mean, I oh, man, this is I can't believe I, to, to to even begin this whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, something that kind of happened way early last uh, October was uh, uh, Mariana Fung, uh, Barry Chung, and um, some a third person. I, Think it might have been Jeff Young, uh, but I, I don't know the details of it. But um, uh, I think Mariana just had kind of like reached out and like, why don't we have uh, a network of Asian artists in the in, in, in Toronto right now? There's right. one in LA, there's one in Vancouver. Why not here? And uh, you know, you know, she reached out to her friends. Her friends reached out to their friends, and then you know, they were like, why don't we just meet up <laughs> at uh, the distillery one day? And I think like. 30 or 40 people showed up and I think on, on on the group now there are like you know 100, 200 people there's a lot on there yeah there's a lot of people on there now um, And 60 f- Asians? yeah the 60 Asians uh, we, we did a 24 hour uh, you know film project that kind of even like further solidified that group yeah. but from that um, you know we kind of found this small network and I think that um, you know uh, a couple of our former members brought us together into this room, and we just kind of, uh, you know, we, 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 that's how Pandoodles, like, started, like, yeah, I was just, able to start.
6: We all just walked into a room and then met each other. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I
4: actually, like, yeah, because I, I, uh, so how I met these guys, I was, uh, I was, I, I had never. I'm not from the filmmaking world originally mm-hmm. like I, I was I was in IT and I but I was wanting to get into it and so I shot like I, I shot a music video for my best friend Preston and uh, through him uh, the actor that we uh, had for the music video Timothy uh, Tim Timothy yes and he uh, introduced me into the 60 Asians group because I was like hey I want to like make stuff with like you know other like minded like Asian filmmakers in Canada or like in Toronto maybe because like you know more local and then it was through this group I met these guys and uh, it's been it's been an amazing wonderful experience and I wouldn't I wouldn't have like wanted anything else like to happen like this is like the best thing that has happened to me probably in like ever so
0: what about you Ryan how did you yeah, so I yeah, came across. Ryan's meeting. a quiet one. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so let you know. other people talk. Tall, dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh,
5: so yeah, I actually met Willis and two others through my movie that I shot, an independent feature. Mm-hmm. And then through that Six Asians group, there was a posting for a meetup. And I've been to several of these. So I didn't think anything was going to come out of it because of the previous ones where we meet up and nothing ever happens but I decided to give this one a chance one more time because there were people that I worked with, mm-hmm. and that's when I met uh, Fred and Matt, who I hadn't known before, and a year after, or two years later, this is where we are.
0: So it's a good thing I ended up going okay, to that thanks. meeting. <clears throat> so as we bring this episode to a close, what's on the horizon for Pandoodles? Um. Well, there are um, quite a few exciting...
3: Projects that we uh, have done, and we're super excited to uh, show you. But I don't want to give away too much mm-hmm. because uh, we we we've got some great stories and people who have who are backing them or part of them um, uh, already have uh, th- these stories and stuff like that have a following, and uh, we're super excited to tell you. But stay tuned. All
0: right. So, um, how can people find Pandoodles online? Like, what social media platforms are you, are you on? <clears throat> oh, we're everywhere. <clears>
2: throat> we're <throat> we're going to come knock on your door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: but,
6: but first and foremost, follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube if you like our videos. And yep. Yeah. If you just search up Pandoodles.
3: P-A-N-D-O-O-D-L-E-S. Then you'll find
0: us. It's the logo with the panda on it. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) an abstract panda. (laughs) And uh, what social media platforms do you guys predominantly use? Like Instagram, Instagram, yeah. yeah. So it's at Pandoodles TV
4: because Pandoodles was taken. And Twitter? Do you guys use that? Uh,
2: I think we yeah. Pandoodles. We do have a handle, but we don't really actively use it. it. Okay, but it's just
0: just Pandoodles. So Instagram for now, and then you guys have a. Facebook, Facebook Yeah, Facebook videos. page. page. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Some
3: jerk took Pandoodles. Some jerk who does panda drawings. No, I'm kidding. This person, <laughs> is, this person is fantastic. But like, we were like, please. <laughs> we want this name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for anyone interested in following any of your journeys, where can they find you if you're comfortable giving some kind of social media platform handle that you're on? I'm on
3: Instagram. Uh, Facebook, uh, uh, on Instagram, I'm, uh, Willicks underscore Lee. That's W I L E X underscore L Y. Uh,
6: and my Instagram handle, uh, which is, just, which is usually pictures from
4: pandoodles actually is at M T T dot K I M. Um, my Instagram handle is. Fontaine Fred, so it's F O N
5: T A I N E, and then Fred, F R E D. I'm not very active on social media, so if you find me, you'll see like two pictures.
2: It's E
0: S F S S -S J. (laughs) Cuckoo. Ends up with a million followers. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much. For taking the time to sit down with us to to eat with us and matt for letting us record here today because uh the sound equipment we normally have doesn't work at a uh with this many people
2: so i really appreciate
0: it (laughs) 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 all right uh okay so nightingale how can people find you online
1: y'all can find me on instagram at night.nwen
0: and I am on Instagram and Twitter as at Michael C.W. Chan. You can also look me up on my website, www.michaelchan.ca. Listeners, thanks once again for listening to us. And as always,
1: stay, stay hungry.
2: hungry.
1: This has been Talking With Our Mouthful with Michael Chan and Nightingale Nguyen. The music by bensound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you join us on Instagram and Twitter at at Podcast. We have a lot of bonus content like food pics, behind-the-scenes shenanigans, and more info about all the places Michael and Nightingale visit. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. A new episode comes out every two weeks. Thanks again for listening, and stay hungry.